0: Welcome to Thriving in Midlife podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife. Well, today's topic, we're going to be talking about something rather sensitive and something that most people don't want to talk about because it's kind of private, maybe embarrassing. We're going to be talking about pelvic health, and it's not just... Your pelvic floor muscles that we'll be talking about. We'll talk about other things that happen down there in our private areas that that affect us as women, Um, especially uh, as we get older. We might notice a frequency in some of these issues. So let's get down to it and start with kind of what in general is um, pelvic health and what that includes. Pelvic health really includes the pelvic floor muscles that um, we have that helps us with urination. They help strengthen their muscles that are under the uterus, the bladder, and the bile, the large intestines. Um, They help us prevent urine leakage and bowel control. Okay, so there are some actual, maybe you're familiar with These exercises that are to help strengthen the area. Well, in case you're not, or in case you've been living in the dark ages, um, by this point in your life, I am sure you have heard of the term Kegels. Now, many of us, I'm sure, have experienced, maybe you're not experiencing it now or yet, but I am sure of it, that when you were pregnant, if you ever had children, that when you laughed, or coughed, or sneezed, that your bladder was released, and you peed yourself, essentially, and I cannot tell you how many times I had to change my underwear, change my pants when I was pregnant, especially by the second child, and that there was so much pressure down there, and I mean, I could just laugh, and I was if i had any bit of urine in my bladder it was coming out whether even if i tried to hold it, it just seemed to fail but as we get older we're also experience um, incontinence okay and that can be embarrassing for sure as you know maybe you are out in public and you have an accident so to speak so we want to work on training these muscles, uh, to strengthen around that area. And one of the main exercises that have always been recommended is, and this also will tell you how to feel those muscles is, um, so it's pretending like you're urinating and then you're holding it, or you can start to go, start to urinate and then stop. And so as you Pulling up on those muscles, you're feeling it actually in the bladder, the vagina, maybe even the anus to hold and pull that stuff up. Um, You feel them tighten. Now you can do this without even actually urinating. So you can practice that. You can perform them while seated um, as well. So these exercises can be done um, by holding that contraction like you're holding your urine in for about 10 seconds and then you'll relax completely for 10 seconds now while you're doing these pelvic floor contractions uh, we, we are not actually gripping our glutes or are contracting our abdominals at, uh, we're just it's that lower pelvic floor that you're feeling contract and pulling up under you um, you will re- repeat those 10 seconds on, 10 seconds off, uh, 10 times. Um, and they say you can do it three to five times a day. Now, I would be surprised if, and be count yourself fortunate if you remember to do it at least once a day. Um, we tend to forget these kind of little things. But... Even after four to six weeks of doing this on a regular basis, you will start to notice um, the difference. Um, but if you do feel some discomfort in your abdominals or your back while you're doing these exercises, then you're probably not doing them right. Um, we do want to breathe deeply um, and relax certain things in your body while you're doing them. So making sure you're not, like I said, tightening your stomach, thighs or, or buttocks or even your chest or Even holding your breath, you know, would be another thing that most people tend to do. So by practicing this pelvic floor exercise, it can help improve your urinary continence. As we get older, this becomes an issue. It is also said that these Kegel exercises can improve and tighten and make sex more pleasurable um, particularly for your partner, because it helps tighten it. Now, I'm not saying that uh, you're going to be back to where you were before maybe having kids, but it certainly can assist um, with strengthening that wall down there. When I teach Pilates, I often will even cue for this, and there are some uh, additional, particularly um it's called a pelvic curl, where you're kind of uh, tilting the pelvis under. Even though you are engaging some of those very low abdominal muscles, most people can also engage the Kegels at the same time. Um, as is mentioned before, you can do these while seated or lying down. is probably the best place to do them. So in addition to practicing this at home on your own, I highly recommend, of course, to get into some Pilates work as well to help with that pelvic floor health in general. Now, beyond Kegels and urinary incontinence, um, there's other issues that often um, plague us as women, um, even from our young age on up. And one thing is that I've noticed is women tend to get urinary tract infections quite frequently as well. So uh, we're talking about just that whole lower pelvic floor health. And that to me includes the urinary tract. And that even though we're talking kegels before to help strengthen with urinary incontinence, we also want to address if there's any um problems with uh, yeast infections or UTIs that are also maybe becoming more frequent or becoming um, kind of regular to you. So there are some things that you can do to prevent that and to, or, or if you feel it coming on, um, I can usually kick it out of my system pretty quickly. And often um, women know that when you start to feel a urinary tract infection coming on, um, it's always that maybe you start to feel like you have a little bit of pain when you urinate or you feel like you have to urinate all the time um, despite really having an empty bladder. Some people get fevers or some people get um, some flank pain usually in their lower back. Um, And... I can almost feel mine coming on before it even becomes a quote-unquote infection. Um, For me, it's this kind of this heaviness I feel in my belly. I do, I will often have um, my back start to hurt a little bit um, a day or two before. So for me, I tackle this thing right away. I start downing that pure 100% cranberry juice, of course, and I also take a lot of other uh supplements which help to you know kick out that infection that maybe have been caused um by some bacteria that was in my urinary tract. Uh before I share with you what I use aside from cranberry juice to help fight UTIs, I wanted to talk a little bit about what causes them and what makes them so frequent for us women. Um As you may know, it's caused by a bacteria usually, um, that lives in the bile and this causes the UTIs. So our female anatomy contributes to that likelihood because of, um, where our anus and our urethra kind of are very close together. They're close in proximity and one thing, and and you're going to kind of laugh, but, um, It's a little embarrassing as well, but I was much, much older. And unfortunately, when you're growing up, I don't know that anybody ever tells you or shows you um, how to wipe yourself um, when you pee. Okay. Um, So for the longest time, um, I was wiping from back to front, which is wrong. Um, You should be wiping from front to back to avoid any kind of bacteria from your, um, butthole basically of getting into that urinary tract. Um, so, um, I had, you know, long time ago, I was experiencing quite frequent UTIs and, um, there is, um, also a correlation with, um, UTIs and sexual activity as well. So do know that, it is recommended, um, you know, after sexual activity that you go and urinate right away um, to help kind of flush that out in case um, there is any bacterial residue um, from sexual intercourse. And back to sort of how you wipe, I was experiencing um, frequent UTIs um, way back, probably in my 40s, um, and was reading and finally realized I am not wiping correctly so it was a um, a retraining for me and I know I'm sure everybody else I'm just gonna say you're probably all good you're probably wiping properly Um, but if you're not and you're you know it's okay if you just learn that today it will help prevent um, that from happening and decreasing that likelihood of that happening Um, and other ways that, um, you know, that causes UTIs are, of course, um, our age, our age actually can, um, menopause. They say after menopause, there's a decline in circulating estrogen, um, which causes changes in the urinary tract, um, which makes it more vulnerable to infection. So here I am, I'm sitting in probably. Menopause. I'm very, very close uh, to being done. Done. Um, So, you know, I've had a few recently that have occurred. I've been able to um, tackle them and hit them before they get pretty bad. And I really, truly avoid um, antibiotics unless it's gotten like so bad that there might be urine uh, blood in my urine or. The pain is unbearable. I have been in that place, Um, but not, not lately. Um, That was more in my forties. I had a pretty bad case um, that needed some antibiotics. And so, but the reason I avoid antibiotics is because even though they might knock out the infection that I'm fighting uh, in my urinary tract, they then give me a yeast infection, which then also kind of perpetuates this whole cycle. Um, I find too that when I'm fighting a yeast infection and I'm not taking care of it, that, um, soon after, um, I sometimes will notice I have some urinary issues. Um, so again, there's that proximity that, that can cause sort of that, um, bacteria of of the fungi of your uh of the it's called candida to get into your urethra so these are some possible reasons for utis Um, there's also certain types of birth control if you still use that Um, women who use diaphragms may be at higher risk um, especially if you're using any kind of Spermicidal agents with it. So we want to have not only a strong pelvic floor and healthy pelvic health. um, We also want to consider our urine, our urinary tract as part of that whole process. So looking at um, what, if you do experience them, figuring out what might be causing it. You know, if it's just because you're in menopause, um, then that would be something just to be supporting uh, the urinary tract with maybe some uh, supplements and some herbs. And so back to that, a couple other items that I use, um, my go-to for any kind of infection is oil of oregano. Um, it is a liquid herbal drop. uh, I put about six to seven drops in some water or liquid and drink it um, a few times a day. It has kicked out sinus infections for me. It has helped with UTIs. Um, It is my go-to. Now, this is different than the essential oil of oregano. This is called oil of oregano. Um, It's a little different and it can be ingested. So I use that quite a bit anytime I'm fighting any kind of infection. Okay. It has also, um, when I did get COVID over Christmas, it also, I took that and, um, really I only had about two days of, of some symptoms, two to three days. And so that really helped. Um, When I'm also fighting a UTI, in addition to the cranberry juice, I am taking um, a combo echinacea golden seal. Golden seal helps to flush out um, the blood um, in your system, and also the echinacea is very supportive of your immune system. Um, There is also a great um, combo herb that I take um, for specifically to support the urinary tract. This combo has, of course, cranberry in it, D-monose, grapefruit seed, cyprilic acid, and uva ursi. I'm probably saying that one wrong. It's an herb um, mixed in with it, and it has um, red raspberry leaf, Bilberry leaf. Blueberry fruit. It also has oregano leaf extract in it. Um, So it's a huge. um, It's great. Um, I get it at a health food store. You can find some of these combos there. I keep a bottle of this on hand. Because if I start to feel something. I take them right away. And it does help support. You could take it even if you're not having an actual UTI. Again these are. These are herbs that can support your urinary tract. So if you have had some past issues um, and you have, it's become more chronic, maybe then you may want to invest in some sort of herb like that, that you can just kind of keep on hand. Um, but supporting your um, immune system is a great way as well. If you just get some cranberry juice, make sure there's no sugar added. This has to be a hundred percent pure cranberry. It's, if you've not had 100% pure cranberry juice, it is really tart, um, but it, because of its acidity, acidic acid in it, um, that's kind of what helps to grab a hold of the, um, the bacteria in your urethra and helps to pull it out when you urinate. Um, so it kind of um, attaches to it and helps process that out of your system. So it's important as we age that we are being aware of having strong pelvic health, both in those Kegel muscles down there, but also what's related to that is, you know, maybe the flora or the yeast, making sure you're keeping uh, any kind of yeast infections away and preventing any kind of UTIs as well. So it's important that we do that um, as women. We take care of our bodies and we take care of this, so that they don't lead into anything more serious for you. Because an unattended uh, UTI um, actually can lead to more kidney issues, um, as it as the infection goes further up your system. Uh, not having a strong pelvic floor can just be a nuisance and kind of embarrassing as we age. And I don't want any of us to have to wear depends. Uh, we want to avoid getting to that stage folks. I don't want to hear anybody having to go that route because of incontinence. So take care of that pelvic health of yours and, don't be embarrassed. Do some research if you need more information on that. And um, let's rise and thrive together. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I hope that if you are not a current subscriber, that you will subscribe. As you can find me you are on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Overcast. And I'm also on Instagram under... Thriving in midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends. Leave a review or any comments. And don't forget to rise above and thrive.